Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great show for you. We've got... We have Laura Aston, a very talented country artist from the UK. She has millions of online views in her country music journey and four UK country number one singles, including Babe... Bible Paper Thin and Daddy's Life. So, and we're excited to have her on. We are. Um, we haven't done many UK yes. people. I think she's our second one, or maybe second. So we're yeah. excited to tap into some of that market too. So we're excited we to have her on. So yes. Laura, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, thank it's you. It's definitely being our here. pleasure to have you on. Um, now, like. I always like to start out the show kind of the same way uh, in this day and time. Um, how has COVID affected you? And what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new maze we have? Um, it's affected, I've been quite lucky in terms of, I've still been able to go out to work and still been able to do the music from home. Um, but I had two headline shows booked for last year. And um we couldn't go ahead, with it, obviously, with it being COVID and all that. But they right. are finally going ahead this year, you know. Um, <laughs> yes. But I kept myself busy by doing covers, working on original music, um, interacting with my audience and going live. You know, that just kept me motivated and kept me going. And music, you know, it's been my, my saviour, let's say. Yeah, that's just like with for us, you know, we launched this show January of 2020. So a couple months before COVID really hit. <laughs> and our original plan was to interview 100 guests our first year. And we thought that that was We're like, wow, that would be a lot. That would be stretching it. And we really thought that would be pushing it. And then COVID happens. And I told oh, Sandy, okay. I told Sandy, you know what? This could be our silver lining, you know, because a lot being a new show, it's hard to get a lot of people to come on a new show. I was like, right. with everybody slowing down, we might be able mm -hmm. to get artists we normally wouldn't have. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. That is so cool. So you've got to look at the positives, haven't you? You've got to look at the positives. And silver it's been lining. the same with me. Yeah, because I've been able to you know, post covers and interact more because I'm not out gigging. You know, I've managed to build mm -hmm. up the social media platform a lot more, uh, which has been, you know, incredible. So, you know, there's a positive in every situation, isn't there? So, right. So what are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? <laughs> I'm quite boring. <laughs> I don't really have any hobbies outside of music. It's always, <laughs> been, um, it's always been singing for me, always performing, entertaining. Um, I like making people laugh as well, get a, bu a buzz off that. Um, but, yeah, I think just making people happy, seeing people um, enjoying what I'm doing. Um, but other than that, like socialising, I'm a people person, you know, all the normal stuff. So somebody asked, can you sing a song later in the show? Can you sing a song for us? Absolutely. Of course I will. Yeah. Okay. I'll do one of my yeah. own. We would yeah. love that. When we get there, I'll, I'll let you know. We'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> so what would you say is something quirky about you? Um, Quirky, would you say? Yeah, quirky. Kind of unusual. Oh, that pe I don't that know. people may not know. I've got a few party trips. I can't do them on here. 
Um, <laughs> no, very well on here. Um, but yeah, I've got a few party tricks that I can do up my sleeve, and I've had a few drinks. But um, <laughs> yeah, now I'm quite boring. I don't really have anything like it. You know, it's all <laughs> for me, really. And I think you know it's cliche, but I don't know what to do if it weren't singing. Mm. That is, you know, everything to me. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, a lot of hosts would ask, um, when did you know you wanted to do music? I always like to go deeper than that. When did it actually click that this could be a career for you? Um, I think I've always managed it being a career. I've always, you know, oh, had wow. the faith and that it's going to happen one day. Um, but I was very, very young. Young. I was 10 years old when I did my first ever performance. It was at my mom and dad's wedding. And oh, oh. just the reaction off the crowd and, you know, the lo- the lights being on me and I just I thrived off it. I absolutely loved it and I knew that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I really, really loved it. So, yeah, 10, I'd say 10 years old. Oh, wow. I, I love that. Yeah, you just never know. You know, sometimes some artists, it clicks when they become an adult. Sometimes it clicks, a teenager. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just, yeah. and I love the responses that we get because you just never know. Um, but at some point, there's always that click where you're like, oh, this is actually a career for me. Yeah, absolutely. I was very lucky. I found it really young. And, you know, I've, I've worked on that dream ever since. I'm still working on that dream now. Are you there? Oh, there you are. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think you, fro- you froze on your side. Yeah. All of a sudden it was like, <laughs> got to love, love technology, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, just, you know, and, and can you imagine if COVID would have happened 10 years ago? Oh, oh. Then we wouldn't have worse. we wouldn't have the technology to do what we're doing today. Yeah. Oh, you can't even imagine it, can you? It'd be absolutely awful. I suppose another silver lining, really. We have technology. We've still been able to keep in touch with close friends and family, and yeah. and all that good stuff, you know. So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. as you know, a lot of people they. They see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, of a Carey, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their levels, but even a career level within music. And I always want to talk about that because, as you know, nobody really talks about this side of it, the grind side, the sacrifice side, but we do. And I'm going to tell a quick story that will kind of help guide us where I want this segment to go. But um, back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full-time with music. And I asked Allison what advice she'd given up-and-coming artists. I'll never forget what she said. She said, this may sound funny coming from someone full-time, but if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, your life has to change because you no longer own your own life. Everybody kinds of owns a piece of it. Your friends and relatives never understand. They invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, that special mode at the beginning of your career, you almost have to say no to everything so that you have that time to build that musical career. Then your family has to sacrifice. She went on where they kind of have to give you up to the world and be willing to share you with the world. But then she added, but. If you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. 
is the only way that those kind of sacrifices mm -hmm. could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that side. I think that's incredible. I think, you know, she's bang on with that, 100%. Um, nobody sees how much hard work goes in beyond the scenes. They only see the wins, you know. Um, mm. And Honestly, I, I've got a great balance. I've spent a good balance with my career and my, my work. I've got a little girl as well, you know. Um, but it's so hard. It's so hard because you do have to sacrifice family time a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot and um, you've got to be in this with everything that you've got because otherwise there's no point you know and you've got to be in it for the right reasons and mm -hmm. like Alison said if you look and you can't see yourself doing anything else then go for it and that's where I'm at I can't see myself doing anything else I don't enjoy anything else really so <laughs> you know I do I'm willing to make them sacrifices as hard as they are sometimes and you know, there's so many that I won't go into, but people see that side of things. So um, it is nice to talk about it, and I'm glad that you brought it up because I'm not just sitting here saying I work really hard and blah, blah, blah. It's so true. People don't see that side of things. They just see the, the end results, and they don't really – like every cover that I put up, there's probably been about 100 attempts before I've got that, that one that I want to post, you know? <laughs> people don't – uh, they just did the end result. So, yeah, she's bang on with what she said there, definitely. You know, and we understand exactly where y'all are coming from because, yes. we, you know, building this show, we, we sacrifice so much. Uh, we don't have a life outside of but between the show, between trying to work to stay afloat, two kids and all yeah. that. So we put everything into this show and, you know, it's been 15 months and we've made zero money at this point, you know, but we know the brand is building. But, you yeah, know, that's, that's we still got this belief that one day we'll be the Bobby Bones, the Ty Bentleys, mm -hmm. the Kelly Clarkson yeah, shows and stuff. And, and so we're willing to sacrifice yeah, that, but, but people it. see the, the 30 to 60 minute interviews we do and they see we have fun and we do, oh, but they don't see it. the agony of trying to book the shows, get this person going back and forth. I'm um, trying to make sure the cameras are right. Trying to, you know, there's just so much to, to all this to make it work yeah. that, that it's nerve wracking sometimes. Yeah. Definitely, 100%. But that's why it's nice to talk about it. And I think, you know, with my followers as well, they've watched me grow on my journey. And right. they've seen, you know, I've always been honest with them. So um, they've seen the struggles, they've seen the low points, they've seen when these shows have not been able to go ahead for one reason or another. And, you know, but then they always see me come back every single time I come back and there's a new cover or I go live or, you know, constantly putting something out there because. It's, it's all I want. So, you know, you work hard for what you want, don't you? Mm -hmm. You can't just right. expect to fall into your lap kind of thing. Exactly. I love exactly. that. Now, if you're listening live or the replay, be sure to share, share, share. You know, let's give her even more yeah. popular than she already, than she already yes. is. Yes, she deserves <laughs> it. She definitely <laughs> deserves it. Yes. Thank you um, so much. So, um, we talked about the sacrifice side a little bit. Let's go the other way, the glory side that people see. Um, what are a few moments that you can look back on your career and you're like, wow, I got to do that? Oh, there's so many. Um, my number ones, you know, um, as you spoke about at the beginning, we've had four UK number one country singles. And that just wasn't expected at all. I woke up one morning wow. and there it was at number one. And wow. the feeling, wow. I can't even put it into words. 
it's just incredible and that is the power of social media because i don't have a record label backing me so that is the power of all my followers downloading the Mm -hmm. single by single sharing the single you know they're just so good um and like i said that's the power of social media and that's why it's been a blessing for me uh, so number ones, I would say, um, the headline shows that are coming up, that's going to be like a wow moment. I can only imagine at the moment how incredible that's going to be because it's been a long time coming. Um, and I had some news this morning that one of my original songs um, has been chosen um, by the Bluebird Cafe over in Nashville. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, formed live. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really cool. That was a pinch me moment as well. So... I was so emotional this morning when I heard the news because, you know, any country artist, Bluebird Cafe, it's like, wow, you know? And they love my song so much that they want me to perform it live. So there's been so many, you know, when videos have gone viral or um, it pinch me moments when I get messages off followers saying, like, thank you so much for your music. It's really helped me through a really tough time. That's another, like, wow moment. It doesn't have to be a massive... Glorified yeah, right. moments mean just much to me. So yeah, there's been so many, and that's why I love it. And I gotta say, you've got some amazing fans. You do. You know, yeah. When we, like I told you before the show, when we posted that picture of you coming on the show and you comment on it, next thing I know, we end up with three, four, five hundred likes on that one picture, and I'm sitting there like, that was Whoa. impressive. You know, yeah. Your fans love. They're incredible. They're amazing. They really are. I'm so grateful for them. <clears throat> so um, now would be the point, you know, tell us about the song that you're going to perform for us and then the floor yeah. is yours. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so this song is called Bible Paper Thin. It was my um, second ever number one country single. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it's catchy. You'll be tapping your feet to this one. So I hope you enjoy it. You want me to sing it now? Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Yes, please. No problem. I hope the sound's okay. Yep. The floor is yours. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And someone said we love you. <laughs> yes. I love you too. <laughs> oh, bear with me. I can smell her cheap looking under your two-dollar cologne. How foolish all this for you think I wouldn't know. I can hear you on the phone today. when I'm in bed. You thought I was sleeping, but I heard every word you said. Before the Bible papers had your unoriginal sin. Cheers, not the new year, or two, I disagree. I've made it done, I was lonely. I could read between the sheets, your tangle Cause that Bible paper I don't believe a word you say And I can tell that you're in 
Somebody said, yeah. amazing as always. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And you really know, appreciate it. I love the sound of the traditional. I mean, we, we like all country music, but, yes. you know, but sometimes people forget that traditional country is still out there. And uh, so yes. it's really great. To, so it's really great oh. to see people that are still um, singing it. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's my kind of country, you know. That's the country that I love. But I'm like yourselves. I love all country. I, I love all music, you know. But um, thanks, Kelly. See that little comment there. Um, but, <coughs> you know, traditional country for me is where my heart is, and I just love it so much. So going forward with the original album and all that good stuff, that is where we're going to go. Old school, classic country. So I hear the car, and you like the new Patsy Cline, yeah. Oh, well, people say that. Oh, I don't see that myself at all. But uh, people do say that. But what an honour, you know. She's one of the great and she's one of my biggest oh, yeah. idols. So to be compared to her is just unbelievable. But I, I don't like to say that I sound like her because not everybody thinks that, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> so as you know, a lot of people, they see you as the artist, but, but they don't see the teams behind the artists. And I always right. want to make sure they get the love they deserve because in my opinion, they almost never do. They do a lot of work for almost no recognition. Yes. But on our show, they get the recognition they deserve. So if you want to take a few minutes yeah. just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah, of course. So I am signed to Legacy Records and my manager, Jeremy Medcalf, is um, is just incredible. He's got my best interests at heart. He always does everything to make sure it's in my favour. A true professional and um, a really 
good friend, a really good friend. And um, yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I can't imagine ever having another manager. Um, he's absolutely great. So I'll be happy as long as we can work together, you know. We work great mm -hmm. as a team and that's why we've had the success that we've had because, you know, we've got the same thought process, we're on the same page and we both want the same things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I got to mention him because he really is great and he does a lot of hard work behind the scenes um, at Legacy Records. So, you know, shout out to you, Jezza, if you're watching. <coughs> Love that. So what does your family think of what's going on with you? My family are incredible, you know, they're my number one fans. They think no matter what I do, they'll always think it's amazing and support me no matter what. Um but yeah, they're just they're so supportive, so incredible and but they're very honest as well. If I do something that they don't like or doesn't sound yeah. very good in <laughs> think I can do better, they'll be like, Laura, that was rubbish. Do it again, that was rubbish, you can do better than that. But I need <laughs> that. I'm not surrounded by yes people at all. And the same with my manager. They're all very honest with me, uh, but in a nice way, you know. So yeah. Yeah. that's what helps me stay grounded. And I think if you're surrounded by yes people, sometimes you can get lost in the clouds a little bit. And I wouldn't yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. I mean, because you see it in the entertainment world a lot where people rise so much and nobody around them wants to say hey you know you want to um, change this behavior and the next thing you know because you're like how did nobody not see that they're this drug addict or alcoholic i said like, how did nobody not warn them yeah, yeah. yeah. but sometimes Absolutely. that happens where they move up so much and people people are scared to say something because they'll snap but sometimes you got to yeah i think that you know it goes back to you've got to make sure that you are surrounded by the right people by the good people that Yes. Especially in this industry, I mean, you know, there's so much coming to light at the moment. But I think in this industry, surround yourself with good people that you can trust a hundred percent. Because, and you know, if someone came along and offered me this shiny record deal and an amazing contract, and you know, a naive girl would probably jump at that. But you, you've got to look into it more. You know, there's yep. so much more of it, and that's why it's important to surround yourself with people you can trust definitely. And I've yeah, got that. Yeah, because I've got friends of mine in the music industry and not every label would do this, but some do. There's some labels where let's say they put a few million dollars into somebody and mm -hmm. you're um, kind of competing for the same audience. Well, if they if they feel threatened, they'll come to you and say, look, we will give you a record deal and you'll be so excited. Oh, my God, I'm signing with a label. So you won't get an attorney or read the fine print and you sign that dotted line. You're excited. They gave you a little upfront money. You've never had that before. And then they shelf you for three years. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But like you say, it's not every record label, but you do hear yep. of it happening. So you have to be you have to be very careful. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like I heard one of my um, songwriter and singer friends say, no matter what contract you have, big or small, get an attorney because they're always going to look out for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Definitely. <laughs> <clears throat> so speaking of teams um, and family, we have a third co-host, our little nine-year-old that we let yes, come on and ask too. a couple of questions. So she's going to go no, get him real quick. And we have a two-year-old daughter, and we got a two-year-old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show because we are a family affair show. Oh. 
That's lovely. I really like that. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, we can't imagine not doing it as a family. That's lovely. I like that. <clears throat> it's all, I mean, again, you know, when we first launched the show, that was my thing is, you know, how can we build this and incorporate our kids into it? And, you know, we're doing our best. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Laura. So what's your favorite food? Favorite foods, probably McDonald's. Ooh. And what's yours? Mine is pizza. Oh, yeah, all good pizza. Do you have Domino's over there? Yeah. We do. Yes. Yeah, I love Domino's. <laughs> love Domino's. He loves Little Caesars. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always joke. I was like, you know what? Because we always talk about pizza on his part. I'm like, we need to get a pizza sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Because and it would be real because if if you know if we got a little Caesar's pizza sponsor we would um, be able to say he would be able to say my favorite is little Caesar it'd be real. <laughs> See, you'll get it. You'll get it. Yes, I am. It's just a little cool in here. It's okay. Ask your second question. Okay. So, uh, what's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show. Um, I binge watched um, Nashville. A couple of months ago, actually, yeah. loved that so much. I don't know if you've seen it. Brilliant! I loved Breaking Bad. I loved um, Prison Break. Uh, Friends. I love Friends. And How I Met Your Mother. Well, what's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and you My know what's been cool? And you you know what's been cool about it is. Um, he watches a lot of Nickelodeon shows, so we've been able to because we do more than music. We do in, um, actor actors and artists. We've been able to bring people from his shows onto our show that he gets to talk to. That is amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. Yes, and he's got one more question. Yes. Okay, what's your favorite movie? Uh, it would have to be. Um, I've got. Can I? Can I have two? Sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it would be the notebook. All right. Huh. Um, that's Sandy's favorite. Oh, oh yes, I, that's my favorite. Yes. I could watch it every day. And Pretty Woman. I love Pretty Woman. Oh, I love that one too. I love the part where she goes back to the store and says, "Remember me." Yeah. Big love that. Big, huge, <laughs> and, and yeah, kind of like really. you know, kind of like what me and you were talking about before the show about yeah. people not taking us seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Right. That moment was so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, that's my Bye, favorite darling. part of that, of that pretty woman. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, he loves this part. You know, he's been in almost every episode, and like I said, you know. We always say we're a family affair show so much that we locked in the name Family Affair Media and wrapping our business around that. Brand it, yeah. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. You guys just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. I mean, I had a look through your page, obviously being nosy before I came on. And, you know, what you're doing is brilliant. And anybody that's watching this, please give their page a like and show some support and share this video. And let's get it circulating. That would be awesome uh, and very much appreciated. Yeah, we definitely appreciate we you too. We appreciate definitely appreciate that. that little shout out there. Yes. So if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? 
it would probably be um i would love i would i would have loved to have worked with patsy yeah uh, patsy definitely because i watched have you ever watched her movie sweet dreams um uh, i'm not sure i'm not sure that we have yet oh it's incredible so give it a watch when you get a chance it's brilliant i know oh, you guys yeah. are busy um and you know the type of person that she came across as i think we would have had a good crack we would have had a good laugh together and um she seems like you know my kind of girl um so patsy time definitely and i'd love to write with dolly because she's the most phenomenal songwriter one of the most phenomenal phenomenal songwriters out there you oh, know yeah. she's so clever and witty about it and you know hopefully we could like bounce off each other and write um write a good banger it's number one <laughs> that would be Love amazing <laughs> now um this may have a thousand answers but just think mm -hmm. of the one that comes to your mind but what's a song right. out there that you've heard that you wish you wrote Um. Oh, you're right. There's so many, but you know the first <laughs> one that came to my head, and it's one that I've been listening to. I've just done a little cover of it actually, and posted it on my Instagram. Um, probably Shania Twain. Um, you win my love. There's so many oh, of her. Like, like I love her music anyway. Her music is just so uplifting and great and just beautiful. Um. And genius, let's say, that, yeah, I don't know, I just love it. So if I'd have wrote something like that, I'd be very, very proud, very proud. And, and, and you know, I have her birthday since I guess she's older than me, but um, yes. August 28th oh, is her birthday, that's my birthday. And awesome. our, our wedding song 18 years ago was from this moment. Oh, hey, lovely. So you should so, not your fans as well then. So we're planning on um having a 20 year um in 2022 a 20 year vow renewal. Yeah. And we decided, you know what? We went with Shania at the beginning with from this moment. We're going to go with Shania again with you're still the one. Yeah. Yeah. And all oh, that be lovely. You know, two great songs that, you know, any any couple in love will be able to relate to, you know. But every couple, that's you know, appreciate it for their own reasons. So yeah, that sounds lovely. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> so um, um, six years ago, we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to tell this story before I ask the guest that same question. Because the answer Kelsey gave us back then in 2014, 15, it was, um, she is almost to the T of the what she's living today. So she knew where she was going. Nobody was going to stop her. So knowing that, mm -hmm. where do you want to be in five years? I want to be um, a household name. You know, I want to be a household name. Um, I want to perform at the Grand Ole Opry. You know, that's again a no-brainer. Um, I want to. I want to head um, a household name over in America, over where, where you guys are from. Um, mm, wow. Because where I'm from, really, I don't think country music is appreciated enough. You know, there yeah. are some country yeah. fans out there that love it, you know, as much as I do, but not enough. Mm -hmm. So I would love to yeah, become a big, a big household name, do more headline shows. Um, if I could headline show for a living, oh, my God, 
that's it. That's enough for me. I'd love that so, so much. <laughs> so, but like, I'm, I'm doing that this year. I'm say in five years, I hope I'm doing more of the same, to be honest. Right. I love that. Love so that. let's look even further down the road. Let's say we're 15 years down the road and you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today mm -hmm. could meet her, your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? What would I want to remind the successful version? Yeah. Yeah. I'd want to yeah. remind her that <clears throat> I'd want to remind her that, you know, remember why you, you started this journey because you love it. I hope that you're still enjoying it. Um, I hope you're still doing it for the love of music and the love of performing. Um, I'd congratulate her and give her a tap on the back and a massive hug and say, you did it, girl. You know, you did it. It was yeah. worth it. Um, and that's it, really. Just I hope that if I ever did, it's never going to happen, but if I ever did meet the successful version of myself, I'd just be really proud, you know, and I just hope to think that she's still enjoying it as much as I do now. And stay yeah. grounded and keep your faith. Love that. Awesome. <clears throat> so who inspires you the most? Um, artist-wise, it, it, it could be artist-wise or or in another way. I think again, um, you know, I, I keep repeating myself, but I think it's Dolly. You know, look at her well, career, her. how amazing she's done. Um, she's so humble, so down to her to earth, uh, very grounded. Um. She's amazing. Um, she my beautiful, my beautiful daughter. She inspires no, me. Keeps me motivated, um, and you know, makes me very happy. And um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say Dolly really. Garth Brooks as well. He's another one. I don't know if you watched oh, his documentary. Amazing. Oh, incredible! Yeah. Um, he is. He is just insane and but I think everybody has got their own path in life everybody's on their own journey and mm -hmm. I'll just try and take bits that I can from you know all of my peers and the people that I look up to and I always think if I can do this like her or like him then I know I'm winning I know I'm all right I'm going to do good you know you know one of my favorite Garth stories was um one of the one of the his songwriters is from what not too far from where we live and um, the guy was playing at one of the bars in um, Nashville. I don't remember which bar it was, but one of the bars there. And this no-name person came up to him and says, when, I, when I'm in Nashville to get signed, when I get signed, I want to cut that song. And it was the dance. Yeah, I know that and then, story. And, and then here we are. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that. That Garth had no idea how much he was going to change that guy's life, and that guy had no idea how much Garth was going to change his life. Right. <laughs> this is what I mean. God has a plan for us all. He has a plan for us yeah, all. That's and, so true. You know, I think enjoy the journey, trust the process, yes. and just keep the faith. You know, like today you might wake up to you know great news like I did, and it's just amazing and there's there's good things to look for in you know in every day in every day and i think going mm -hmm. back to what i said previously as long as you're enjoying the journey 
then you've got nothing to complain about, have you? you know? Yeah, because if you're not enjoying the journey, then when you do That's finally get there, mm-hmm. you're going to be miserable even at the designation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> I think a lot of people look for, like, fame and fortune when they're in this industry. But if what you're chasing, you're, you're going to be miserable. You are going to be miserable. Okay. You, yeah, be up, because before you get there, you're going to be, it's going to be a lot of ups and downs. I mean, there's Absolutely. there's no artist that we know that's made it big that didn't have their ups and downs. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's a given. Exactly. So if yeah. you could describe your music to someone who's never heard it before, how would you describe it? I would describe my music as very uh, traditional country, old school, classic country, um, fun, uplifting. Yeah. Um, I do have another single called Daddy's Light, and it's a slow one. It's a ballad, but it's beautiful. It's a good story. It's a great story. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd hope to think that when people listen to my music, it makes them feel things, you know, and they can resonate with it in their own way. If that happens when people listen to my music, then I'm happy. Yeah, because to me, it's not a song unless it can move you, whether it moves you to tears, to happiness, to joy, to sorrow. Some emotion. Some yeah. emotion. If it don't move you, it's to me, it's not a song. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, what exactly, would you play? Definitely. And what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you ultimately like to be known for? I would love to be known as, um, it's really funny actually, I was having this conversation with my manager the other day. I'd love to be known as, you know, she was always positive. She was always happy. She worked hard. um, she, She went after her dreams and she got them. And I'd like to inspire people in that way, you know, no matter what dream you've got, no matter how big or small, go for it. As long as you believe it, you can achieve it always. Yeah. Amen mm-hmm. to that. I love that. Because, again, you know, the industry and entertainment, it doesn't matter whether you're hosts like us, artists like you, actors out there. It's such a tough industry. Oh, yeah. And anything in there. If you're going to not be positive, and not see that vision in a positive light, you're just not going to make it. There's just too many obstacles already. And we don't, you don't need yourself to be a, that last obstacle. Exactly. I think your own mind can get in your own way sometimes. So if you clear your mind, focus on the positives, you know, and like we said previously, stay true to yourself, be honest and stay grounded, then you're on to a winner, you know? Yeah. And speaking of advice, um, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they've got something special. Let's, you know, as Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor, um, but they've mm-hmm. played maybe 40 or 50 shows. So they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they've been on stage. They got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, and the crowd's roaring for them and they just know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, Laura. I know I'm called to do this. I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next couple of years? Do it. Keep going. There's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be moments of, and just moments of self-doubt where you think, mm, is, this, is this going to happen for me? Blah, blah. You've, got, you've got to keep going. You know, just keep going. I mean, for me, for example, if I'm having a bad day, or we'll have, or a bad moment, let's say, not a bad day. Or we'll have, I'll put music on, I'll dance around my kitchen, I'll put myself in that positive vibration. 
you know and um mm -hmm. like i say just as if you enjoy it you know that's what you do keep doing it and stay true to yourself always stay true to yourself and do what you love don't do what you think everybody else is going to do what you love yeah, I, I remember this made me think about this. I remember a, a quote I heard that said, don't let a bad moment. I think you froze again there. <laughs> are, 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 we are we froze. back? Are we back? Are we back? Can you hear us? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear us? She must be froze. You're back, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, okay, there you okay. go. Um, but I remember a quote that said, don't let a bad moment become a bad day, and a bad day become a bad week. I can, I can hear week Become a bad month. And I never forgot that. <laughs> don't you love technology? Yes. Technical difficulty. Yeah. I've heard that as well it's so true it's so true you know you can't oh no it's great isn't it we've done so well we thought it wasn't in we've done so well we were just fine now i can hear you were just coming in and out there. Uh, oh well yeah I'm here. yes we're here yeah, and you're here now because you were froze for a little while too yes on our end. <laughs> <laughs> so what's you know, as we come to a close here what's next the headline shows which I'm very excited about and yeah. they're sold out so you know that's incredible and the original album um we're writing behind the scenes at the moment perfecting everything I'm doing band rehearsals behind the scenes perfecting everything for the show and then also doing the cuts in between uh, but my main focus at the moment is you know making sure everything is perfect for these shows you know I've been yeah. waiting a long time to do this and I want to go on that stage I want to come off that stage and be like wow i'm so proud of myself i did incredible there you know so that is uh what we're doing behind the scenes at the moment love that, love that. so as we end here tell everybody how they can reach out to you um you can always drop me a message on my facebook page the easiest way to contact me is probably through my instagram because there's not so many people on there so i can see the message quick quicker um and there is an automate automated response on my facebook page so it'll give you an email address should you want to book me for any future events or anything like that um and yeah and i always try and reply as soon as i can i'll go through my messages every single day so um yeah. bear with me if i've got back to you yet that's why your fans love you yes oh thank you <laughs> they love you so as we come to a close here, we really enjoyed having you on the show today and we, we look did. forward to having you back down the road. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. We oh, appreciate same it. Here. Same here. Thanks so much for your time. Oh, you're so welcome. You have a lovely